This is a podcast from Camden Community Radio. For more information and to volunteer, email info at ccradio.org. Excuse me. Hi, um, I'm stopping random people on the street and asking okay. them a couple of questions for this podcast I'm making. What is it? It's um, for Camden Community Radio. Okay. And um, I, the podcast I'm making is called Humans of Camden, okay. and I'm just trying to get a sense of, <laughs> of who's around. Okay. Um, would, would you mind yeah, asking sure, something? Welcome to Humans of Camden, a podcast series for Camden Community Radio. My name's Bonnie, and in this series, I go up to people on the streets of Camden and ask them if they will talk to me and my microphone for five minutes. This is the third week of Humans of Camden. I walked around Bloomsbury, and like last week, this was also on a Sunday, but I used a few new questions, so the conversations are quite different. First question is, why are you in this part of London today? I'm meeting with a friend. We're going to see the match uh, between Tottenham and Liverpool. Yeah. And who do you want to win? Tottenham. And your friend? My friend, Liverpool. It's going to be a rivalry, yeah. I actually arrived like a couple of years ago, or sorry, a couple of days ago. So I'm just getting used to the city because I'm going to spend one year like, studying here. So, yeah. Hi, Bonnie. My name's Rob. I'm in Camden today because I'm on a communications course locally. I'm just having a quick break. And I'm here on the street. Can you tell me a bit more about the communications course? Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's by a company called uh, Landmark. Uh, I've been involved with their programmes for the last 12 months, uh, which has been incredible for me. It's really changed uh, my life. And there's a few sticking points in my relationships with close family and some friends. I need to own up to a load of things and, um, and be kind of honest and vulnerable with them and the course is really helping to do that. I live here and I've just been on a three-hour walk around Regent's Park which I do on a Saturday with another local friend and then I I just came through one of my favourite squares, Gordon Square, and I'm now just deciding what to pick up for lunch as I go home and I just live down the road. The park today was dreamy, it was a I'm so glad to be alive day, you know, glittering light and um, more hens on the Japanese pond. They say often that the best time to see gardens is in July and that they've kind of gone over by now, but Regent's Park's phenomenal at the moment. They've got new bedding plants and all the autumn purples and deep pinks and blues and yellows are out, so it was really fantastic. I'm going to Denmark Street <clears throat> to buy some guitar strings. It's my friend's friend's birthday and uh, he's coming to London for the weekend, so we've kind of surprised him with a little picnic. He doesn't want a big deal, but I think secretly he kind of does, I think, yeah. And you've set up a really nice um, picnic. You've got a picnic rug and some wine glasses and a pizza. Is that a pizza? Yeah, it is a pizza. He doesn't like cake, so we put candles on the pizza. To be honest, this is my friend's doing. I'm just guarding the fort until she comes back. She's gone to get them at the station. I live in Camden, so that's why I'm here. Just went for a wonder. I like to do Saturday morning wonders. That's it. I normally go to a gallery, but this time I just wandered around and took photos of weirdos for Fashion Week. And I just saw a dead pigeon in a telephone box. So that's the bleakest thing I've seen today, so that's good. Did you take a picture of it? Yeah, I took loads, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my second dead, dead pigeon photo of the day as well. Uh, I've been working this morning, so I've, uh, I'm a psychiatrist and I've 
have a private practice on a Saturday. Is there any part of your daily routine that's really important to you? Well, my prayers. I have to, I have to pray five times a day. That's the most important thing to me in the day, yeah. There's like two main ones. One is sunrise and then one is sunset and there's a night one. So it de it's depending on um, the lunar calendar. So it depends on what time sunset and sunrise and things like that are. So yeah. Um, I do have an app, but um, I also just Google it. Oh, the favourite part of my daily routine, I think, would be uh, would be seeing people that I really click with, forgetting everything that's going on. So if there's a load of morass over work and everything's really busy, and I'm getting a bit panicky over time management, see someone that I get on and click with, and it's like ah, uh, just kind of chill, relax, and just get really present with them. Oh. There's probably several things, I guess. I mean, I like um, having a... I don't always do it, but I do like a, med a brief meditation or um, I chant uh, a little in the mornings. I love lighting the incense. When I light some beautiful, high-quality Japanese incense, it always feels like I've blessed the day. Um, so that's good. And I always like to eat really well so food is a, an important consideration I never sort of eat just to live I always live kind of to eat in a way and try and make a really nice special ritual of that um, yeah I try and sort of be grateful as well for what what there is and in this area although it's changed a lot I've lived here my whole life but and sometimes I get a bit um, fretful of the changes because there's more people it's not perhaps quite as quiet and lost and forgotten as it used to be but it's still a really lovely place so just to remember to give thanks for all the wonderful things we have around here really yeah and I'm sorry but no. writing and reading are two two <laughs> yeah. very important things for me so I always try and write something or read something I'm not really a routine person but I have to eat an egg there you go. I feel out of sorts if I haven't had an egg. I don't know why. It's just, it's just something that's occurred somehow. Can they be all different kinds of eggs? Any kind of egg. I don't know how it's occurred, but I've realised in my twilight years that I need an egg a day. I've had two this morning. And does it have to be in the morning or can it be at any it point? It has to be the first thing I eat. So even if I sleep, for, like I've had a heavy one and I sleep through to like late... And everyone's having like, their Sunday lunch. I'm like, I need an egg. Otherwise, I'm not. Would an egg and cress sandwich count? Yeah. Yeah. A bit partial to salad cream and egg sandwich. Traditional. But yeah, I do need... I don't know where this has come from. <laughs> it just happens now. I'll probably stop needing an egg. But at this point in my life, I need an egg. Oh, that's a really good question. Um... Oh, all right. If I don't have a shower as soon as I wake up, I don't. I have a bit of a non-day. Let's put it that way. I need that wake-up cold water splash. Um, and uh, five minutes to myself as well. Just doesn't matter how busy your day is, but just having five minutes where you can switch off from everything around you, I think that's really important. That's a really good question. Um, <clears throat> No, I don't, really. I, no, I don't. I, I'm not a routine kind of person. No. I always have to have two really strong espressos every morning, or I feel terrible. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way, though. 
my routine. Uh, I think going to train CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I, ha I have to find a, a place here, so it's going to be part of my life now. There has been a lot of theories about CrossFit, but it's basically like a, a way to train your body, but a functional way. Not just a gym you know, to make your um, muscles grow. It's just to, to adapt to situations that you use like every day. For example, I play football. I am a goalkeeper. I need to be, you know, have a, reaction, a faster reaction. I need to jump high. And you train for that. Is there a conversation over the past six months or a year that stands out as either being a really good conversation or really important conversation or really difficult conversation? Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, I had a conversation with a lady when I was in hospital um, who was also uh, a patient and uh, we'd been in there a long time. She was quite an elderly lady. And uh, she, we just started talking and she was telling me about um, the fact that her, she must have been in a 70s and she said that um, her husband had died 30 years previously and that there wasn't a day that she didn't think about him and uh, yeah it was a really nice kind of conversation because we were both um, in need I think at the time and you know you're waiting to see somebody so yeah it was quite a touching conversation I'm glad I spoke to her yeah mm, that's a really interesting question I don't know, basically, well, I'm going through a divorce at the moment and, you know, things with, like, moving on and that. I have had, like, I used to think that, oh, you can't really, you know, get married again once you've been through th things like that. But, like, yeah, I've had a few conversations with people that show you that it's, it's so easy to move on, you know, just get on with your life. Yeah, everyone deserves a second chance and whatnot. Uh, I have so many conversations. I mean, one of the things that um, is important about the walk I do on Saturday is that I go with a friend with whom I also go to choir. Um, we used to be at the Foundling Community Choir, which has, for a year now, been at the Royal Academy of Music, and we're now known as the York Gate Community Choir. And um, she and I talk about everything, and in a way... We, without even announcing that we're going to have a deep conversation, as we walk, we tend to uh, process stuff that we need to. Um, and it's come about in a really gracious way, and um, it's really helpful. So I have lots of good and important conversations with her and with my partner as well. We talk a lot. Um, anything that stands out more than that... I, I probably when I walk away from you, I'll think, oh, I should have said that, <laughs> okay. that amazing conversation I had with that, you know... I don't know, but I, I, I talk quite a lot, as you can probably <laughs> gather. <laughs> so, yeah, conversation is important to me, yeah. But is there anything that you think helps good conversations happen? Um, one thing I try and do, if I see something I... Like, if I see somebody dressed in a way that charms me, I usually try, if I can do it in a nice way that's not too obtrusive, um, make a compliment and I just think if we compliment each other and encourage each other and, and, and do try and make more human contact it makes the world an easier and happier place to be in and I think with um, the obsession with phones which you know I, I share but um, I just often see people um, myself included sort of shut off with the you know headphones in the ears and, and looking at the screen and um, I think there is too much of that, really. So um, 
And that's okay, but I think maybe it's about focusing on the antidote and, and making an act of will to, to practice the antidote, i.e., yes, stay connected to your phone, but then when you're not, make a point of making eye contact, um, smiling, yeah. uh, when it's appropriate, not when you don't feel it, not phony yeah. smiling, but yeah, just sort of um, take a chance, take a risk, you know, it, um, uh, reach out a little bit in, in an easy way, and um, it usually pays off, I think. Nothing in general, I always talk about weird shit all the time, so I didn't really kind of, and my dad always defeats logic, so he always throws me, like, he's, he's not very well at the moment, but um, he's always unwell, but like, his recent one was like, I'll put on my dad's, my dad's voice, Tom, right, notice, like, I'm not feeling very well, but like, when I go uphill, I get out of breath, but when I walk on a level, I don't, it's funny that, isn't it? It's like, no dad, that's gravity, and that's the kind of thing my dad would come up, and it just throws me, because I'm like, how can you live your life? so devoid of thinking about things that you're in your 60s and now you realise that going uphill is more effort than level. And then the other day he went like, yeah, it's like, uh, when it gets dark, it gets cold, doesn't it? When the sun goes down, it gets cold. It's like, yes, because the sun is the bringer of heat to this world. So he always just throws, every time, he's insane. So there you go. Mm, I don't know. I don't know important conversation like yeah I don't know I have been so busy so I, I just can't remember the conversation it was interesting so many <laughs> um, yeah well this summer um, I spent a lot of time with my family and I think quite a few conversations with this group of people can be difficult um, but progressing slowly get get into where we all want to get I guess um, I don't know which one stands out most um, I think it's just issues with care for kids and just life getting in the way of things um, but yeah I don't know how else to answer that question my dad died a few years ago and I've been really resentful of my middle brother over what was said and what wasn't said and what was done and what wasn't done and I rang him um, around six months ago and I sort of apologised for my part in being a complete a-hole, shall we say. And, um, and we, you know, we hadn't spoken really for two years. And then I went to see him in June in Texas for a week. And so that was like a massively important conversation and it was just great. Um, there's lots of kind of tears for me. Um, and then he, he came to visit us in, in the UK uh, about a month ago when he's working in Morocco. So it's, it's opened up a whole new possibility, really. Um, so, yeah, it's really difficult to describe over a podcast, but it's yes. like really heartwarming and, um, and just amazing. Yeah. Really, really changed things. So I was super freaking happy okay. when that happened. Um. I suppose that happens to me almost every day, to be honest. Uh, I, I often meet people who are between life and death. Uh, remembering the individual and, and being sensitive to them, that, that's what really stands out for me, just, just trying to remember people uh, in, in a system. I work in the NHS as well, trying to remember them. Um, but I've, I've had some powerful experiences this week, I have to say. Yeah.
Any that you can talk about? Uh, probably not, unfortunately, okay. no. Um, and what do you do after work to kind of relax or if, if work is stressful? Uh, I'm incredibly boring and so I, I tend to meditate for several hours every day. Several hours? How many? Uh, <laughs> probably two hours wow. after work. Day. I hope it's made me a better person. I think it's made me more patient uh, and more tolerant and a little bit more mature. I think, I think it helps me with my work. Yeah. So it, it kind of grounds me and... Uh, yeah, it is a bit different. Uh, you know, I, I've been telling people to have mindfulness meditation for years, so I thought I'd try some, and, and this is where I've ended up. And I found it very helpful. I guess this is the most broad question, but uh, what's the thing that is most important to you in your life right now? Well, what springs to mind um, is that I have been working on a... I used to write short form and, lots, and poetry and perform it, um, but for a, a much longer period of time than I expected, I thought I'd be able to sort of write and get my first novel out in two years. It's been more like seven years, and I'm going to be submitting. I have submitted before and actually garnered quite a lot of interest, but I'm really, really hoping that this time is the time that it's not just interest, but it's... Um, Yes, you know, we want to take you on, that I managed to secure an agent and a, and a book deal. That would, that would really um, mean a huge amount to me. Yeah, so that's on my mind a, a lot. In fact, I'm going to get some lunch and go home and work on my book. That's the plan. The most is finding inner peace. Yeah, I think that's really important. A lot of people, they always like, look out to the world and look at what other people want and things like that. But I think what's important is to focus on you. Just, just do you all the time, you know. Obviously, think about others as well, but mainly you, you have to. Until you find happiness, you can't give anyone else happiness. That's what it is. The most important thing in my life right now is happiness. It's to achieve it. And in areas of life where I haven't got that happiness is to go and work on it. Because that is, for me, that's the fundamentally most important thing in life is to be happy. So when I breathe my last, if I can look back and say, yeah, I'm happy, that'll be great. Um, uh, are there any things like activities or hobbies that make you happy? Or is it kind of a general aim? Uh, yeah, actually, yesterday I, um, I went and checked my uh, honeybees. So I'm a beekeeper. And, um, and that was great because they're uh, getting, ready, getting ready for the winter sort of hibernation. Um, so you never quite know what you're going to find but they're really well behaved they didn't sting me too much or they didn't sting me at all um, they've got lots of nice honey to keep them going over winter and that's kind of my escape so they're my pets all kind of a hundred thousand of them or so um, so yeah I really although they're really hard work at times um, that was really enjoyable yesterday uh, right now find a place to stay for a year and the university the LLM the master and that's all, yeah. Um, I think, like, the generic friendship with good people, but... I don't know, like, some form of... Not being bored. There you go. Creative outlet or inlet. Something that's, like, mentally challenging in some way that isn't maths. Because I don't want to be mentally challenged with maths. 
But yeah, just not. I'm, I get bored. I don't like being bored. It's madness. So what do you do if you're bored? A loads of stuff. I've got loads of things. I mean, I read, write, film, take photos, make podcasts, go for walks, go to galleries. Just go, go do anything. Just, I just don't, don't make me bored. Uh, oh. It's not obvious, maybe no. Okay. I need... One thing that's always very important, uh, and that is the seat. Winning you know. Uh Just sitting on, sitting by it, looking at it, being near it, listening to it, the smell. I think that's that's the reboot, uh, and that's probably the most important thing. Absolutely, um, to uh, see a change in um, UK politics, the direction that it goes. And uh, I think we're on the cusp of a very important time where young people are taking far more interest in, in politics and I'm very heartened by it, actually. Yeah, so that's my main thing at the moment. I think it's very good, a very good time to be around. A lot of people are saying it's a really tough time. It's very positive. Yeah, yeah very positive. I think, uh, you know, you've seen the elections of, of people that are on the far right everywhere and I think it will be a catalyst for change and I think the young, pe young people will make that change because they're not going to accept that, that old order anymore. So yeah, I think it's a good time. <laughs> Have you had any advice in your life that's been really important to you that you'd like to pass on to other people? Um, I don't know. I'd just say, sounds really corny, but I something I never do. And you should, I think every time I haven't done it, it's always ended in regret. It's like, just kind of trust your gut. I think you generally know. Like if you want to get, if you want to have a question, flip a coin, and by the time you get the result, you know the answer. So even if you say, oh, heads, I'm going to go left, and it lands heads, and in your head you're like, I want to go right, go right. That's what I would say do. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think um, there's a lot of uh, pressure to make decisions. People have to make decisions. And there's often a lot of pressure to make decisions very quickly. And um, what I've found over the years is that uh, it often... Uh, pays off to take some time and consider the wider consequences of, of that decision and uh, you can often be wrong with the first thought people are very reactive by nature yes um, don't worry too much yeah it just yeah it, life is simpler than, than you think Yeah, I think uh, the best advice I've had in life that I would impart on others is that don't sell for second best. If something's not working or you look at it and think, am I going to be happy doing whatever it is in 30, 40 years? And the answer is anything but yes, change it. We've only got one go at it, I think, and life's too short. 
I think the advice I'd share is to be as authentic as you can each moment of the day. Um, and that is a very difficult thing to do. Um, I'd say always, always listen to what others have to say, but know that you know better in a way, like you know what's right, but do listen. Um, I think that's very important. Most important advice. Yeah, I think so. I think it, what it is is um, about prioritizing. Make sure you you prioritize things the right way. You know, like don't just like chase after money or chase after you know you know what people chase after like things like just having fun or whatever. Just think you need to think about you and your loved ones. That's I think that's the best advice you could give anyone. Thank you so much. You Thanks. Much. Enjoy the game. Bye. Awesome. Really nice to meet you. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you very much. Really nice to talk to you. Pleasure. Thank you. Have fun. Bye. It's really enjoyable. Thank cool. you. I wish you best of luck with your projects. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I hope, I hope it's good. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank no you. Nice to Bye. Meet you. No problem. I hope you have a lovely party. <laughs> thank you. How, um, how are you doing this all day? Um, yeah, I've been doing it like a couple of hours on the weekend and then gone the way to work. That's really cool. Day. There's not enough of that in London talking to thank you for listening to this episode of humans of camden i'll be talking to some more strangers this week and we'll have a new episode of random conversations available in a week's time you are listening to a podcast from camden community radio www.ccradio.org